Merry Christmas. It's that time of year, guys. I hope everybody gets to spend time with their families and their loved ones, even if it's through the phone or, uh, you know, some kind of virtual hookup on on the computer or whatever. Uh, spend time with your families. Let's count our blessings. Let's just be thankful that we've made it through 2020. Uh, this It's not just America that's in a weird time. It's the whole world. So let's all pull together. Let's be positive. Let's think positively and put that good energy out there to welcome 2021 next week. Um, I don't know if you guys got to see the uh, Star of Bethlehem, you know, the the Saturn-Jupiter alignment. I had nothing but clouds and rain, so I didn't get to see it. But I would love to see some photos of it. If you guys got it, you can send it to me. Um, Got a great show today. Warning, there's some spoilers for Finding Bigfoot. Finding Bigfoot is coming back to TV on President's Day. I think it's the 15th of February. Uh, there's a, a big episode coming back. I'm on it, unless they cut me out of the <laughs> of the of the filming. I should be on there. And I'm talking to some people on this interview, uh, one guy in particular that was also there at the town hall meeting for Finding Bigfoot. And uh, he's going to talk about his story, about what, what's happened to him. It's, it's really interesting. It's a lot of fun. But there are some spoilers in there that... I don't want to take away from the Finding Bigfoot crew, but I've been sitting on this for like two months and it was just, it was in queue. It's time for me to release this episode. So I'm not going to hold off anymore. They've already announced that they're coming back out. So cat's out of the bag. Um, today I'm going to talk with Billy. He lives in Fayetteville, West Virginia. Um, really cool story. And there's a lot of stuff. Other, there's a lot of other stuff going on in his property that I, I try to pull out of him. And if you listen to this, be sure to check out my YouTube channel, The Bump Podcast, because we did this over Zoom so I could do a little screen sharing with him. And he has some photos where he got, you know, pictures of Bigfoot, the one that's on his property. And we go over the the, the photo and, you know, he's got, I think he's got the red circle on there. <laughs> we, we, could, we could pull it up and look at the, you know, as he's talking, you know, different different things he wants to point out about the photo. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy that. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go to thebumppodcast.com. You can find my merch on there through the links on the homepage. And I have every episode that we've done on the episode section. So if anything that you've missed, you can scroll down through there. If you have a favorite episode to listen to over Christmas break, go to thebumppodcast.com, scroll down, find your episode, and it'll, it'll send you directly to the episode. Um, Merry Christmas. I love you guys. And now I'll shut up and let you hear the show. Welcome. You're listening to the Bump Podcast, a place for believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. I'm your host, Bo Kennedy. Join us as we go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. WV.org and start booking. Okay, what do you got? All right, campsite for five days, where we'll stay at Sutton Lake and rent a boat for the first day at Sutton Lake Marina. And look for Bigfoot, right? Right. <laughs> 
and fish. Day two, you're hitting the motorcycle trails while I go kayaking. And ghost hunting at night? That'll work. Day three, we'll go check out some of the local eateries and the shops. While we go to free Braxy from the mysterious men in black. <laughs> you got it. And speaking of Braxy, on day four, we'll go to the Flatwoods Monster Museum and check out everything about the legend. Sweet. But what are we leaving out? Well, other than stargazing and enjoying our favorite beverages by a campfire, I don't know. What? You nailed it. A day of rest. Enjoying the nature and the beauty of Braxton County. BraxtonWV.org. Center yourself here. Hey, if you like CBD products or you're looking to try them out for the first time, try HempBombs.com. Uh, Hemp Bombs have been, they, they are the leader in CBD products. Um, best potency for your buck, hands down. Everything is grown right there in the uh, in-house, in you know, from seed to distribution. Hemp Bombs takes care of it all. Uh, they have CBD gummies, lollipops, lip balm, uh, lotions, uh, pet treats. They have everything. Hemp Bombs, H-E-M-P-B-O-M-B-S dot com. Hempbombs.com. Try them out. Um, they even sell sample packs if you just want to try that. Use promo code BUMP, B-U-M-P, 20 to save 20% off site-wide on any products. That's BUMP20, B-U-M-P, 20 at hempbombs.com. You have nothing to lose. I believe they even have a 30-day money-back guarantee. I've used the products for years, and I wouldn't be be talking about it if I didn't believe in the product. I'll tell you that right now. So go try them out. Um, Use my promo code. Save a little bit of cash. You won't regret it. All right, guys, let me tell you a little something about Squatch Survival Gear. It's the, uh, the Rock 8 pack. You know, they, they make that pack that I was showing you guys on, uh, on videos and on, you know, all over my social media. Um, I really love this company. And a few years back, Squatch Survival Gear started making packs to help special tactics units around the world survive the rigors of combat. You know, Then they decided maybe they can help more people survive. So if you're looking for a rugged pack that you can trust not to fall apart when you need it the most, look no further. Squatch Survival Gear has a pack for you, and they will help you survive in the urban jungle to the deepest, darkest woods. You know, their packs are made right here in the United States of America, and they mean every component of their packs. Um, Every part of it is made in the U.S. And uh, that's just as hard to find as a Bigfoot, is what Chris says. That's the... uh, the guy, it's his company. Uh, Squatch Survival Gear. They have gear that will help you survive. Get yours at SquatchSurvivalGear.com. And if you go there today, you can use promo code BUMP10, B-U-M-P-10, and save 10% off of all purchases site-wide. I was deer hunting. Um, I threw some food out. Because <clears throat> on property here, you're allowed to throw deer bait out and stuff for your deer. And I was feeding them and I always start this at the end of the summertime going into fall. I will start throwing, you know, I'll take 50 pounds of apple corn out, throw it out. I'll put peanut butter out, try to bring bears in, all kinds of stuff. And uh, <clears throat> the week that I got the picture, I had, this stuff was disappearing so fast. And I knew the trail cams had been taking pictures. Of, I had a family of raccoons, um, uh, knew there was a bear up there and, you know, probably 15, 20 deer. But food, food that I was throwing out would last three, four, five days sometimes. And this stuff was disappearing overnight. So once a week, me and my wife, we go up on the hill, we take the truck up and we load my blind with, well, you know, for the whole week, we'll load up five, six, 50 pound bags of apple corn. We'll put peanut butter. That way I don't have to carry it up the hill each time. Um, <clears throat> so we had just stocked the blind that night. Um, and I told her, I said, you know what, I'm gonna come back up. And I'm gonna try to knock off the raccoons that's up here because there was like seven or eight of them we caught on trail cam. And I was like, maybe we can slow the food going down because we've gone through way too much. So <clears throat> I set up in the blind that night and at the time they would be coming by on the trail cam, it was just eerie. 
There was nothing moving, um, no deer, nothing. It was just an eerie silence. And uh, I actually texted her. We still got the text on our phone. We saved them. Um, I texted her at night and I was like, she was at work and I said, something's wrong. I said, it's eerie up here. I said, there is something up here. And at this time, you got to think now, I didn't believe in Bigfoot. I have never seen one, never believed. I wasn't even a skeptic. I just didn't believe in them. I'd been in the woods so long, you know, I'd never seen them. So, um, but that night after I got off with her, I heard it and I texted her back. I said, there's something big up here. I said, I think we got another big bear coming. And you got to think <clears throat> behind my blind, about 15 foot behind my blind and about nine foot up on a pole, I had a mining light hung and it was aiming, shining down at the food. So when the raccoons would come out, I, I had a crossbow. I was going to start knocking them off. Um, but whatever it was, was intelligent because it didn't come up the game trail like all the other ones. This thing went around my blind, went, well, about 25 yards from me, turned and started toward my blind. And you got to think, I'm not even, I don't even have my ground blind zip. So my ground blind's open in the back a foot. So whatever came behind my blind, seen me. Because when it got behind the blind, it stopped. And I, when I say it didn't make a sound, it, anybody can take his challenge. Go stand on dry leaves and limbs and stand there for 30 minutes, 40 minutes and not make a sound. It's impossible, but this did. And uh, so after about 35 minutes, I was, I was terrified because if it was a bear, he had me, he was right there. I mean, there was nothing I couldn't have got out. And uh, I was, I, after a while, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you know, a deer can sneak off. And I was like, I don't know how that thing walked off and me not hear it. And all I did was adjust in that bench. And when I adjusted, it creaked. And when it creaked, he started moving again. And as it walked behind my blind, I watched the silhouette of it block that light out as he walked by. So this is, this is actually three nights before I got the picture, or, th you know, three days. Um, the very next day, I was up there, and my wife killed a bear. We went up the next day she was off. She ended up killing about a 600-pound bear. And, this, and where I got the picture of her holding the bear, Bigfoot, two days later, 48 hours later, almost to the dot, would have been standing in the tree behind her, standing behind her. So I gutted that bear right there, and I don't know if maybe that brought it in. You know, just leaving, you know, where I got, I just left it right there for the animals. So the day of, um, me and her walked up on the hill. We took some more food up and um, I told her, I said, you know, you ain't got nothing to do. Let's just set up here and see if maybe that was a bear that I had seen, you know, maybe it's what I heard. And uh, so she, uh, we got in the blind and she's always told me she's seen him there before. She's been on this property since she was young, since she was like 13. She's lived on here. And um kept telling me that they're real and I told her she was crazy I said you're seeing bear I said a bear can stand up and walk you know and at, actually at that point when I, that walked by my um the light I still thought it was a bear because a bear will stand up and where I was downwind from him I thought maybe he smelled the peanut butter and stood up because of the light you know they're smart so that's what I thought it was we had just got inside the ground blind um I didn't have a crossbow didn't have nothing we were just watching to see what it was She's sitting on this. She's sitting to my right. I'm sitting right here. I'm adjusting and I'm still adjusting everything. I got my black rack. I'm, I'm getting everything because when we got in, I was hitting stuff and making sounds. So being the hunter that I am, I'm OCD. I had to get everything fixed right. And we went in there 20 minutes and she reached over and she, she grabbed this arm. And I was like, what? And I'm not looking. She's like, oh my God, there he is. And I'm still going. I was like, who? She said, I swear to God, look, it's, it's Bigfoot. I was not. I don't I hate to cuss or whatever but I was like there ain't no damn Bigfoot you know I'm still not looking up I'm still doing I was like quit playing she said honey I swear to God look and when I raised up about 35 40 yards this thing <laughs> massive and under his eyes the most I looked eye to eye with it and the crazy thing was is he had blonde under his eyes that's what zeroed me in on his face not the I mean he had a massive cone head but just right here he had this blonde and uh, when people ask me, I mean, not even being a skeptic, you know, I told them, I said, you know, it's one thing to see it. It's another thing to see it walk off. That's when it comes beyond surreal to see this thing walk off. And when he turned, when I took the picture, you see his arm out to the side. He's already turning to walk off. When he seen me pull the phone up, as I'm pulling the phone up, he sees me, he starts to turn. And um, because we wasn't moving, when I raised up, I stood stiff. She, she wasn't moving at all. So I think when I moved, he seen me. He knew definitely that I was in there. And that's why he turned to walk off. But when he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. I mean, it was massive. I'd never seen nothing this big. And he went 
from standing erect looking at us to where when he turned and as he walked off he kind of if you've ever watched a silverback grill how they how they when they walk they can almost go like they're they can go to all fours and run he slumped over like an old man and was swinging his arms as he walked off almost like if he needed to he could go to all fours it was the craziest thing i ever seen but it didn't walk like any other video you know the videos you see on youtube they're they're crap they're garbage the only thing that i video that i've ever seen that comes close to what me and me and Sheena seen that day, which she seen multiple times, was the Patterson Gimlin film. That was the only film that walked like what I seen. But the only difference between her, Patty, and the one I seen is he slumped over more and he was bigger than her. This thing, when Bobo come out, we did a size comparison with Bobo. Bobo's what, six four, six five. He's tall. And Cliff estimated by the size comparison split screen with my picture and where Bobo's standing to be a foot and a half taller than Bobo. So this thing's eight and a half, nine foot tall. Yeah. yeah. He's massive. Massive. What, what kind of feelings did you get, Billy, when you when you finally laid eyes on him? I know you said it's something different when you see it walk away. It was, it was, it was uh, paranormal. It? it was paranormal. And I, the only way I can explain that is if you've ever, it felt like there was a static in the air. Like every hair on my body stood up. It was like a static. It was, it was the weirdest thing. And uh, even she felt that, that static. And as it walked off, it got probably the thickets probably 7,500 yards from where I am for where he's standing. And when he got over the hill out of, out of sight where we couldn't see him, he went Ooh, back at us. Craziest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And you could feel it. If you've ever been near a line at a circus and you've heard him roar and you could feel the bass, we felt it. You could feel it. Yeah. And I damn near killed, I, I about killed myself getting out of that line, getting off the hill. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> Do you think that uh, that he was using the infrasound? I, I'm sure you're familiar with that at this point, as much research yeah, as you've I, done. It was, uh, it was almost paralyzing, if I could say. It was just yeah. a weird – it was a feeling I've never felt before, you know? Yeah. And like I tell him, when, when I seen him, that, that was like every feeling you could ever have at one time. And that little bit, you went from scared, excited, your adrenaline's pumping, you're just like – I mean, you're just think about it. You're seeing something you never believed in. Up until that point, I did right. not believe in it. I had to see it myself because even her telling me, I didn't yeah. believe her. I told her, I said, "You're seeing bears." So, what has that done for your worldview? I'd, I, I'd rather see never other... see it again. I wish I'd never seen it. To be, yeah, I wish really? I'd never seen it because it's consumed me. That's all I think about. I cannot get it out of my head. I cannot. It's it's been a curse since I've seen it. it really has. I wish I'd never seen it. Well, you know, that, that's understandable. Uh, I can imagine that would be all consuming. You know, the, the experience that I talked about up in the town hall meeting that we had, that we were there at together, uh, mine was nowhere near as uh, exhilarating as yours yeah. was. You know what I mean? I, I, I had like a class B, uh, but actually come face to face like that, man. My goodness. I, I, it would probably be all consuming for me too. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Well, the, the print that I had a researcher come up here and he found a print that uh, Cliff has the original, but he made me a mold. It's 17 inches by 10 inches wide. Yeah. And, wow. if where, and if you look at the original picture where the food is, where I have that big pile of food, they found it right there. So he had come back, he had circled okay. back with that food and because they, he had a tracker with him. And she said, because the deer had dug the ground up looking for the food that I'd been putting out, which I hadn't put none out. That's what soft enough to yep. make an impression. He just happened to step in that one spot. So the crew found yep. yeah, it. Wasn't, no, it wasn't. It wasn't me. It was uh, a guy coming from up north, New York, somewhere near Canada, somewhere up that. Way. Wow. And I gave him permission to come down here, and he came down and looked, and he found it. Awesome. Well, I got some pictures here that we can uh, let you describe right. to us. I got to figure yeah. out. I've been doing the share screen stuff. Let's see. Let me X out of this one. I was doing a little commercial plug. Can you see my screen right I see now? See you in the corner. Okay. Yep. All right. Now here's a print that you sent. Yeah, me. that's the print. Okay. Yeah. And I guess right here would be the toes. Yeah, that's yeah, the big toe all the way down to the little toe. But the way that the print come out, 
we think that the little toe and the toe beside it, that area was broke because it kind of stuck out at the side like a brake would be, like if it, like it yeah. back together. So we think that one had an injury on the right foot. And you can see how deep the heel impression oh, is too. Yeah, he was massive. Yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah. Now, where was this at in, in like reference to your blind or your house or? You could, uh, 15 feet, 10 feet, somewhere there. Wow. Yeah, right in front of the blind. And this is, is this a cast of that same track? Yeah, that's when the news, the WOY news here come up and uh, did a story on it. Okay. Yeah, you can see great toe impressions. You, you can even see the toenails in some of them. Yeah. Yeah, I know the one I saw in person, like when you brought this up to the town hall, that was incredible, man. Yeah, you I can love see it. the toes. I've never seen one with toenails. And this one, this is the one. Yeah, that's him standing yeah. the tree looking right at me. Right here. And you can see, see yeah, you can see the um, blonde under his eyes. See the blonde under his eyes it goes all the way across under his eyes. Yeah, here. Yeah, and yep. there. And then you see his cone head over top of it. Yep. And then you can see there. Right, right there where you are is where his brow was. His brow, like right in there. That's his brow. Yeah. You see a that's low what, brow. Yep. I was uh, looking, and that's his mouth underneath that kind of lit. Yeah, you can see the the mouth here, the big wide nose right here. Yeah, and you see his arms out to the side. He's already turning. That's his yep. arm. That's his forearm. He's already moving. And you can see his shoulder up above it. His shoulder right there. That's his shoulder cap. Yeah, that's his shoulder. Is this the other shoulder right here? Is it? You know, I don't know. People, people think it is. People's asked me if that's what it is. I told them I don't know. Somebody even said on a, one of them, Instagram, so it looks like a little one sitting on a stump beside there, if you see it, looking off to the side. See his yeah. leg? Yeah, like right there. Yep. The one's been up. Yep. That, but you know, but but yeah, that's him. And you're only seeing from his quad, like the top of his quad up. I mean, he's right. taller than that. That's he's down over a berm a little bit, and he's in some high grass because it's right, you know, in fall, October. And that's uh, crazy. He, he was massive. I can't even put it into words how big his thing was. Yeah, I guess this is your. You're taking this from the blonde, right? What's that? You're taking this photo from the blonde, or is this off the trail cam? This is no, that's from the blind. Okay. I'm gonna see. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm gonna see here. I'm gonna see. zoom in on this one more time. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it with the regular brown filter. Okay. Let me go back to where it was. Okay, so this would be the nose, eyes, mouth. Oh, wait, yeah. everybody on YouTube will be able to see this. Um, I wish there's a way to show it just through the podcast itself, but uh, I guess if anybody's listening and they want to watch it or they want to see these these photos, they can just come onto the YouTube channel. I got a. I'm sending you two more to your phone. Okay. These are the original. Um, the top one that's got a circle around it. Don't. It's not filtered. That's just your original picture. And then the one underneath it has more of a yellow filter. Try to bring out the brown. Mm -hmm. But you can see when you look at them when you get them. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll pause the screen share for now just while I get those emails come in or texts. Uh, now, Billy, you were talking about something that I don't know if they're going to even put that on Finding Bigfoot or not, because I know they like to stick to the uh, uh, hominid or unidentified large ape kind of aspect. But you said something to me that that and it was a big reason why I wanted to make sure I, I reached out to you. Uh, you were talking about the paranormal aspect. You're talking about lights. Um, you were talking about uh, burial mounds, Indian or mound builder mounds on the property. You, would you feel comfortable going into all that stuff too? Yeah. Um, we actually have, we didn't, we didn't come out with everything. We've got, we've got more stuff that happened. She's got a picture on her phone. We had a, I guess you call it a UFO. It had five glowing green bulbs and globes underneath it and it hovered over our house all the way over to where the bigfoot in that area where it was and sat there for i bet an hour never moved never made a sound wow. nothing and um but yeah the burial mounds um they're big here in Fayette county the yeah. archaeologists when i found them i called because that's what i thought they were and i sent pictures and they come up and mine is outlined in rocks and it's got a long walkway going into it and 
they said what that was is the mounds were sacred for their ceremonies or whatever. And the rocks around it was to keep the evil spirits out while they did their ceremonies. So you yeah. had to walk in. These rocks are lined all the way up and around these three mounds. Wow. So, yeah. And her, her grandparents, great-grandparents, um, her uncle, they're all full-blooded Cherokee. As a matter of fact, her uncle's name's Bear. He lives right up the road. Really? And, yeah. Growing up, the, the great-grandmother grandmother would not allow any of the kids to go near the wood line. And you wasn't allowed out near dusk or dawn because anytime around that time, the big hairy man would get you. And that's, she was raised that way from the Cherokees. The big hairy man will get you. Do not go near the tree lines. So what's that tell you? Yeah, that that tells you a lot, don't it? Yeah, sure does. Yes, it does. Yep. Man. I don't know. Well, when these archaeologists come out to the mouse, uh, are they interested in researching that a little further, you know, with some GPR or something and ground penetrating radar? Or? Um, I got a guy that's going to come up and we're going to do it. Okay. Awesome. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to do it. He's, he's set on it now. So it's going to happen. I am just as interested in that kind of stuff as I am with, with Bigfoot because, you know, there's a lot of history in West Virginia here about uh, the mound builders and the connection with giants, you know, oh, yeah. so moundsville has them yes yeah absolutely uh that's who i call is it yeah moundsville archaeologists in moundsville yeah Uh, there's a couple in kanawha county in charleston and uh they just don't they don't make a big enough spectacle out of this you know a big enough deal out of it um if this you know giant connection that might shed some light on what bigfoot is if it's not something supernatural uh you seeing the lights and the U, you know, the UFO and stuff in the same area. Do you think that maybe they're interested in Sasquatch, or maybe that they're connected to Sasquatch? I'm gonna show you. I had the artist drew this and sent it to me because we both had the same thing. Can you see it? Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Got the UFO with a sting coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Showing the connection between them. Yeah. So you think that's connected? Um. I just, it could be, I mean, uh, I'm still trying to get over the fact of seeing this thing. I, I still, <laughs> and, 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 and you got to think, I said, I had that picture five, six months before I come out with it. I, I just, I would, when I seen it, it was so surreal that I would sit on the computer hours and talk about it. She got tired of hearing it. She was like, listen, just come out with it. You ain't got nothing to lose. And right. I was like, you know what? I will. So I contacted Dave Seabray with uh, yep. Western Floor Magazine. I contacted him. He did the story and it went viral. I mean, it, it took off everywhere. Yeah, it absolutely I mean, did. Yeah, it was. Um, but I, yeah, like I said, I, I kept it. I bought, I'm not one that's out for trying to get money or anything like that. I just, you know, and the reason I didn't want to come out with it, it wasn't when the story went viral on Facebook and everything. Um, neighbors up here, I guess everybody found the story out. And I heard that that thing he does that sound that woo but he does it in threes he does like a woo woo and there's a pause in between them and i said that and i made a mistake and said that on the when uh the news come out and did the story i screwed up when i said that because that night sheena grabbed me she's like he's out here calling and i come out and on the third call you hear pow 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 people shooting in the woods oh my gosh and that's why i didn't want to come out with it because i not only just the fact of him but somebody could be walking through the woods at the same time and get shot yeah yeah no doubt so it caused a little hysteria for a while (laughs) but that's why i didn't want to come out with it yeah well i don't blame you for that one of the reasons and uh but yeah i mean i it's i i don't know i can't i can't get over it i still haven't got over it i think hey say we got this everybody should know what that is Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bobo, gave, Bobo gave it to me. Did he? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I probably won't have this episode on YouTube until after they do the premiere because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruffle any feathers or whatever. Right. Um, I, I was told it'll probably be before the end of the year, though. Okay. Um, so if you want to talk about what all went on up there or if you want to leave that for yeah. the, the show. I, I can. I just won't say a lot of names, but they come out and we did the meeting you know like when the show comes on we did everything like the original show you come out they drive up 
they meet me. I tell the story, take them up to the spot. Um, but I have a buddy that lives across where well, he has a hunting um, trailer where they go hunting and stuff. And he leases 2,000 acres of land right down the road here, not even a quarter mile from my house. So while we were sitting here, they were going to do, they want to do the overnight and go out like, you know, like they do on the show. And he was like, I got 2,000 acres you aren't using. It's right down the road. We'll do it. So Cliff and him ran, went, ran down with the producers and looked at it. It was like, yeah, that's, that's a good spot. We'll do this. So we did the night, the night thing. We got the cameras and um, we had something pacing us as we were walking down the road. It was pacing us. And when we'd stop, it'd stop. We'd walk, it'd walk. We'd stop, it'd stop. We had, um, which you'll see, you'll see when it comes out. We had stuff tossed at us. Um, we had, when we got down to where it was a big water in the road, we had something growl at us. I've never heard it before. Nobody in the crew had ever heard that growl before. It was loud. It was, it was evil. It was just, nobody's ever heard it. Bobo was like, what the hell was that? And he called for Cliff. He's like, something just growled at us. And of course, Cliff come hauling ass to get to us, but um, yeah, it growled. I've never heard it like nothing like that before in my life. And uh, the producer even said, and this word for word, what he said, he said that he's been doing this show for 12 years and he has never been that afraid. That's how bad it was. It was awful. It was crazy. It was crazy. And uh, as we were leaving, Bobo was going to do, do, you know, do his overnight thing. And as we're standing there, you hear, you hear it sound like a bunch of apes or something going crazy in the woods. Just, oh, oh, oh. You could hear it just going crazy. And uh, Cliff even thought somebody was messing with us. You know, he was like, yeah. somebody's messing with us they're messing with hitting and my buddy was like listen there's one way in and one way out and he said think about it why would somebody mess with you we didn't decide to come up here until 15 minutes ago right i mean there was we wasn't like it was planned i just right. came up and offered it to you you know so there's no way anybody could have been that far in the woods no lights no nothing and and make those sounds sound like a bunch of i don't know what it was together it was just weird it was a weird night they would that's why they were so, as a matter of fact, when we were coming out of the woods, they had already started listen, trying to listen to the cameras to see if we caught the ground. <laughs> it was that crazy. I mean. That's wild. Yeah, Bobo was like, he was this, I, which I've talked to him a few times after that. You know, he calls once in a while and talks. You know, he don't want to be like, come up and film and just not ever talk to nobody again. He's not that right. kind of good dude. Bobo's yeah, a good yeah. guy. So yeah, it's Cliff. Cliff's a good guy too. I mean, but yeah, it was a, they got to experience some of the stuff that, we've dealt with and like i said the other day two nights ago i was in here i was up i was probably one or two in the morning and she heard it and i was listening i was on the computer and she's like do you hear that and i turned it down i was like no she says something big just growled at my window and i said really and uh so i get up and get my stuff and grab my phone and i'll walk out the door and i was like okay i'm gonna go check on the dog so i started up the hill to check on my dogs and she heard it again and when she heard it again, I had something run. Now it's pitch dark. I'm walking up the hill where, where I seen the, the Bigfoot. My dogs are over here. Something ran between us. And when I say run, this thing was freaking moving. And you, if you've ever heard a bird, like a, the wings of a bird, a big bird, you hear it go. It was like his arms was rubbing as it was running. And it split me and the dog so fast, I couldn't even see what it was up in front of me. So, if, But the thing is, is whatever that was that ran took a... a the mommy cat and like five kittens took all of them, killed them, took all of them with it. We don't know what it was, but it took all the kittens and stuff. So do you think, I don't know, uh, but this place is crazy. I think you having people up there to uh, check this stuff out, pissed them off or something. Yeah. I went up, I went up to the ground blind yesterday just to check on everything. And there's a big, there's two branches laying in the middle of my road, um, trail going up to the ground blind in an X crossing the road. I mean the trail. And I took a picture of it and sent it to, Send it to my wife. She's like, see, you done pissed him off. Yeah, that might be your warning, buddy. Might have to find a new hunting spot. <laughs> well, I don't I only go up there in the evenings. I'm trying, I would love to film him. Yeah. I'm, I'm I go up there in the evenings and sit and listen, you know, trying to catch it. You know, uh I've just never had that feeling. I mean, every day I'm up there, you know, if you've ever been in the woods and it was eerie quiet, if something didn't seem right, there's a good possibility you was around one. Yeah. You know, you'll know. You'll you know. know. It's interesting you said that because the same year before I had uh, the little interaction that I had in that same hunting spot, I've been up there probably 20, 25 times. But earlier in that year, there was a couple of times where 
I couldn't make myself get out of my truck until the sun came up. Yep. You know, I'd, I'd be there an hour before daylight. You know, I had, you know, if I was squirrel hunting, I had my shotgun. If I was deer hunting, I had my bow. Right. And I just could not make myself get out of the truck. And that it didn't make sense to me. You know, oh, I just felt like I had to wait until I could see better. Um, so I, I know what you're talking about. Humans. It's a sense we have. There was an alpha something there. Yeah. Bigger than you. That's, that's yeah. all I can say. And that's, that's, that's bigger than I want to mess with. <laughs> yeah. And I've, had, and I've had that happen a few times growing up through the woods. You yeah. Know, something didn't seem like freak out, you know. And, uh, but now, you know, I went from not believing to being a knower. Yeah. Not a believer or anything. I know her. I know what I seen. Nobody can tell me what I seen. Nobody can tell me what I didn't see. Right. I watched this thing walk off. My wife was sitting with me. She watched this thing walk off. And people I've heard, it, it was a bear. I said, listen, dude, she killed a 600 pound bear. And this bear, nowhere near the size of this thing. It wouldn't even compare. I mean, and to see how wide his back was, I mean, it was just, and to go from standing straight up to where he turned, he kind of slumped. It was, it was just, it, it didn't even seem real. I mean, it didn't, I don't know, no way, I can't even put it into words because people tell me to put it, I can't, I don't know how to put it into words. Yeah. I just thought it's consumed my life. I wish I'd have never seen it. Yeah. I wish I'd have been skeptic or been, you know, whatever, non-believer instead of seeing it because it has. It's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what what to say. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can just tell you what I've seen, and uh, and I tell him. I said, I'm not saying it's a bigfoot. I'm gonna tell you it looks like what they say a bigfoot is. I'm not yeah. saying it's bigfoot. I'm just gonna tell you what it is. If you could take a giant silverback gorilla, more facial hair, not so much the skin, but put blonde under its eyes, kind of more of a human-like nose, not so flat, you know, kind of human-like, and uh. Same big cone head, all that. But if you could give it more of a human anatomy, stretch his torso and his legs out just a little bit. Leave the arms because arms are proportionate to what I've seen, you know, kind of long and muscular. But just give it longer legs and a longer torso. And that's what it looked like to me. Wow. Well, do you, okay, just your opinion because you can't be wrong because nobody knows. Right. Do you think this is a... Uh, well, it's obviously got a physical presence because it's leaving right. impressions, it's eating food, it's right. growling. Uh, do you think there is more to it than just a physical being? Do you, uh, with the relation with the lights and stuff? Because I'm, I, I used to think that this was just Gigantopithecus, you know. That's what I. That's that's the closest thing to it. You know, I just thought it was. I thought that was it, open and shut. But the more episodes that I've listened to and done and have, you know, listened to podcasts over the years there seems to be a connection with something more supernatural than that. And I, I know a lot of people don't want to go into the woo side of things, but I'm not afraid to go into the woo side of things. You know, I, I like to think about it. Oh, you want me to tell you what I think? Here's what yes. I think. I think that the reason people, the true people, not the ones that hoax, not, I mean, people that legitimately stand behind what they seen. Matt Moneymaker's a perfect one. He's seen one. Bobo has seen one. We know what we've seen. But when you take a picture, that's why I said it was like a suit. It was paranormal. It was just weird. It was like there was static in the air. Like if you take a balloon and rub your head with your hair with it, how it pulls your hair up. That's what it felt like. And I think that that feeling that I had when he walked off, even when I took the picture, I seen him cleared them. The phone took the picture. The picture still got caught good. You know, his, you know, anatomy and stuff. I mean, it showed what he looked like, but it wasn't as clear as what it should have been. So. Right. I think that static, I think they put out like a, I don't know. I think that's why all pictures are distorted. It's like, it almost like it jams the phone or jams the camera or I don't know. Yeah, like, but like that's that feeling. That, right. And that, I think that's what it was because that we had that feeling and I can't explain. I've never felt it before. Never, probably never felt it again, but it was like just everything stood up on our body as he walked off. It was just crazy. It was a crazy experience. Well, you know, maybe they operate at a different frequency than we do. Maybe they're at a higher or a lower frequency that just, maybe that would even explain how some people say they cloak and stuff, you know, that they just kind of phase out of our perception. You know, I, I don't know, man. I don't well, know if they're interdimensional or what. Well, this is something I should have added too, but I always go up and throw food out at four, no later than 4.30. I'm up on the hill and gone three, four, nothing after 4.30, let the scent die down so the deer will come in and eat. 
every day, like religious. I've been did it every single day. Made sure the food was up or I was off the hill at four thirty. That day we took the picture was four twenty nine. So we didn't hear him come in. So we think he was standing behind that big tree waiting on us to leave. And we got in the blind instead of walking off and we tricked him because when he stepped out, he stopped. As soon yeah. as he stepped out, he seen us, he stopped and looked right at us. And I don't think he, I, I, th I don't think he seen that we were in the ground blind at that point because he just stood and looked at us. And I'm, I grabbed my cell phone from the middle because I, what I do is I document my deer as they grow. I'll take pictures of them as they come by, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, I just, as I pulled the phone up, I didn't even get it all the way when he started to turn. So I took a hip shot. I kind of just pulled it up to the side and just aimed it that way and snapped it and actually got lucky and caught him on the top left corner of the picture. Yeah. So I'm not zoomed in on him. I'm taking a picture, kind of trying to hurry and catch him before he turns around. Right. And uh, just happened to catch him in that top left corner with that phone. And I only had a little LG phone. So. Right. Yeah, but of I course. One, yeah. I got one now. It's got four cameras. So <laughs> yeah. I can zoom in at 60 yards and see a bug on a leaf. So if I see again, I'll be able to get a good video or something of him. And I wonder, people are like, why didn't you video? Why didn't you video? Dude, I didn't even believe in him. And who right. the hell thinks they're going to walk up on a Bigfoot? Who thinks a Bigfoot's going to walk up to him in a ground blind? Right. Well, nobody that's why nobody gets good pictures and stuff right because when you see them it's it's just a spur of the moment thing you're trying to hurry and grab something trying to you know so yeah i guarantee it. that's why you know it's just like so many people they might be concealed carry but there's they still get mugged because they forget the, the guns there yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's just well another thing too uh, people say, like you know why have we never found none in the woods why have we never found this all right as a hunter how many bears have you found dead in the woods Right. None. How many bobcats have you seen in the woods? And if you did see them, it was by chance. And you're one of the very few people to ever do it. So yeah. these people like me and my wife come out with these pictures and stuff. We're one of them very rare few yeah. that caught it. I've never found a dead bear in the woods. So right. if you're going into their territory and they've been here longer than us, it's documented. They've been back here a long time before we even got here. Right. So you're going into their world. Yes. They, they've, they've done, you know, they've, you, that's that's just it you're going into their world they you ain't gonna trick them right they probably they probably bury them like we do and on top of that to be honest know, them three burials up there them three mounds could be three of them him just coming back and checking on them i mean man, i don't could, know could you imagine could I you could imagine not, that would man billy that would be so kind cool. of skeleton oh yes. wow yeah that would that would yeah. be a game changer that would do it that would be the confirmation yeah. the proof that the, the world needs man well she uh She's seen it here three times here, and then Babcock State Park, she's seen one walking the power lines, which is what they say they use as a directional. Yep. She's yep. seen it in the middle of the power line standing up one day. And she went down and had her mom turn around, actually fought with her to turn around. She's like, I seen Bigfoot, made her go back up, but it was gone when they got back. But she's seen it standing up and walking in the power lines. Yeah. She was young, in like 14, 15. Man. And then she had uh, she was had uh, sheets hanging on the clothesline back here. She, she was 14 at that time. And she went out to get him. It was right at dark. So she goes out and she got the, the, the basket on her hip. She's walking out to the thing and she looks up. And she said, I, I noticed there was a set of coveralls at the end of the clothesline. And she said they were too big for my dad's because her dad's tall and skinny. And she was like, so I don't I don't know who's it is. She said she turned around, went back in the house, asked her mom. So her mom said, no, just get them. We'll see who they are. You know, so she walked out and she said as she turned the corner of the house and started walking, she got about 20 feet from the clothesline. It stood up. It was leaned over the the which the clothesline would have been. I'm five nine, so about six foot tall. So this thing had had it was leaned over on the edge of it, and it stood up. And she said, when it stood up, it ran across the neighbor's property and up to where I got the picture, same area. So this is stories told to me before I got yeah. the picture. You know what I mean? So, and yeah. I'm telling her, you are you are out of your minds. You are crazy. You just and I well, told I her for years. I told her that for years that she was absolutely out of her mind. There's no bigfoots. Yeah. There's no such thing as a bigfoot. I'm telling you. And she proved me wrong. Yeah, you can't deny it now, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I, seen it. I seen it. It wasn't. It wasn't a bear. A bear. There's no way. It had. It was too much like us. It was like a cross between a, a silverback gorilla and a human, a giant human. So if you could take a silverback gorilla, put it on a giant, with the proportions of a gorilla with the longer arms and stuff, that's exactly what he looked like. The big cone head. Man. Yeah, and he didn't have the protruding brow as bad as like the gorillas. You know, they kind of come out. Right. It was more of a flat, like kind of flat. Yeah. Face. But I think he had a lot of hair, so he could have had one. It just the hair was so thick. Over. Now, how long was his hair? Could you tell? Was it like, you know? Um, well, when he walked, it probably hung about that far off the lawn. 
couple of inches wow. off his arm. Yeah. But he wasn't, didn't have a the face like most people. You know what I mean? Like they put them out like where you can see their eyes and their nose and stuff. His was all hair. I could just see his eyes. I could see his nose sticking out a little bit. And I could see where his mouth, mouth area was. Yeah. All hair. The only reason I knew where his eyes maybe, were is because of the blonde. That's what. Well, maybe they maybe their coat thickens up in the fall and the wintertime. They do. You know, I mean, I, that's what I would imagine. I think that's why people say that they their hair looks a little sparse. They're probably seeing it in the summertime when, you know, they've they've shed down where they can, you know, not overheat or whatever. And then, just like any other animal. Right. Yeah, it's, I don't know. He's the real deal. That's awesome. He's that's real interesting. Deal. Yeah. Well, Billy, I'm glad you shared that with me. Um, do you have a YouTube or Instagram or anything like that that you want to share with the show so people can go and look at your content? Um, Hollywood ZX14R. So Hollywood, Hollywood ZX14R. ZX14R. Okay, is that for uh, motocross or something? No, I, I street race bikes. Oh, nice. Motorcycles. And, nice. Um, the YouTube channel is uh, ZX4 space Busa, B-U-S-A space killer. Nice. Yeah, that's my nice. competitors, the Hayabusa. <laughs> Kawasaki boy. But well, awesome, man. Hopefully everybody goes and checks out your uh, your skills. Yeah, I got um yeah, I got a bunch of pictures on the Bigfoot. I got pictures after showing where he was standing to show that there's nothing there. Uh, yeah. So you can go in there and call him the footprints. Um we found more footprints going up the hill in the grass. One morning we looked and the strides were probably five foot strides i mean there was nothing and they were big feet they were big and i, I got pictures of them on instagram i put up you sounds like me. you have a, a family of them up there at least i, I mean I you, you're hearing all that chatter everywhere and you're finding different size prints and stuff yeah and prior, I, prior to getting the picture um i heard like a dare a bear's death moan I, it's the only way i could compare, compare it to was like a, de a bear dying yeah this is a week two weeks Throughout the, you know, every couple of days, I'd hear that sound down in that thicket where, where he walked to. And it was weird because it was almost identical to the sound he made when he walked off. And I think that he realized I was up there hunting at that time, that we were there. And he was calling up there like he was aggravated or he was calling to them. Bobo thinks he was calling to them to let them know that there's somebody there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like he was communicating with the other ones. Yeah. But, yeah that makes sense. And then that one day we just tricked him. We just went up through it and was he thought we left. 429 on the dot. I'll show you the details on the picture. Yeah. Shot of yep. a lifetime, man. Yep. That's awesome. Got lucky. Absolutely. Got lucky. Well, Billy, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know you're probably pretty busy. I got a lot of stuff going on right now, too. But, uh, man, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. And Absolutely. I'm sorry it took us so long to get lined up together. But That's this has right. been a it's been a great episode. It's been a great, great talking to you again. And I want you to keep in touch with me. All right, man? Absolutely. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. Have a good one. You too. Well, that's the show for this week, guys. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you do enjoy it, please go to wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Give us a five-star rating, a review, or a thumbs up, or whatever you can do. Um, keep spreading the word about the podcast. I really appreciate that. Uh, let me see. Updates. Yes, the website. We have thebumppodcast.com up and running now. Uh, you can go listen to every past episode. There's a, a page for that. I got all the cover art on there. Just click on the, the title of the show. It takes you straight to that episode through my anchor.fm account. And from there, if you wish to donate to the show, you know, to help support everything, which um, sponsors kind of come and go. But that monthly support, that really helps out to get, you know, more equipment and to uh, make it a better listening experience for you guys you can do that from there also there's links to my teespring and redbubble merch pages you can go there and get uh, probably half a dozen different t-shirt styles are out there now we got mugs stickers anything you can think of is available with some kind of new design that i've put out there on redbubble and there's some on teespring still yet uh, follow me on twitter instagram parlor facebook i uh, don't think i'm forgetting anything but yeah just check out the site i really appreciate it thank you guys for listening i love everybody there that's sitting at home or on their commute listening to this show um, it means a lot to me and we'll just keep doing this until people stop calling in with shows <laughs> thanks again guys until next time
Merry Christmas. It's that time of year, guys. I hope everybody gets to spend time with their families and their loved ones, even if it's through the phone or, uh, you know, some kind of virtual hookup on on the computer or whatever. Uh, spend time with your families. Let's count our blessings. Let's just be thankful that we made it through 2020. Uh, this It's not just America that's in a weird time. It's the whole world. So let's all pull together. Let's be positive. Let's think positively and put that good energy out there to welcome 2021 next week. Um, I don't know if you guys got to see the uh, Star of Bethlehem, you know, the the Saturn-Jupiter alignment. I had nothing but clouds and rain, so I didn't get to see it. But I would love to see some photos of it. If you guys got it, you can send it to me. Um, Got a great show today. Warning, there's some spoilers for Finding Bigfoot. Finding Bigfoot is coming back to TV on President's Day. I think it's the 15th of February. Uh, There's a a big episode coming back. I'm on it, unless they cut me out of (laughs) of of the filming. I should be on there. And I'm talking to some people on this interview, uh, one guy in particular that was also there at the town hall meeting for Finding Bigfoot. And uh, he's going to talk about his story, about what, what's happened to him. It's it's really interesting. It's a lot of fun. But there are some spoilers in there that I don't want to take away from the Finding Bigfoot crew. But I've been sitting on this for like two months. And it was just, it was in queue. It's time for me to release this episode. So I'm not going to hold off anymore. They've already announced that they're coming back out, so cat's out of the bag. Um, Today I'm going to talk with Billy. He lives in Fayetteville, West Virginia. Um, Really cool story. And there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of other stuff going on in his property that I I try to pull out of him. And if you listen to this, be sure to check out my YouTube channel, The Bump Podcast, because we did this over Zoom so I could do a little screen sharing with him. And he has some photos where he got you know, pictures of Bigfoot, the one that's on his property. And we go over the, the, the photo and, you know, he's got, I think he's got the red circle on there. <laughs> we, we could, we could pull it up and look at the, you know, as he's talking, you know, different, different things he wants to point out about the photo. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy that. So subscribe to my YouTube channel, go to the bump um, You can find my merch on there through the links on the homepage and I have every episode that we've done on the episode section. So if anything that you've missed, you can scroll down through there. If you have a favorite episode to listen to over Christmas break, go to thebumppodcast.com, scroll down, find your episode, and it'll, it'll send you directly to the episode. Um, Merry Christmas. I love you guys. And now I'll shut up and let you hear the show.